everyone, and welcome to Life Hacks for Working Moms, the podcast that helps you overcome the overwhelm, embrace the chaos, and cultivate a life you love. My name is Megan Strand, and I am absolutely delighted to be here with you today. Thank you so much for joining me. Today is an aspirational episode because we're going to be talking about mom entrepreneurs, mothers that own their own businesses. And according to my guest today, moms make the best entrepreneurs. And here to tell us why is Jill Salzman, founder of The Founding Moms, helping moms get down to business. Hey, Jill. Hi, how are you? I'm excellent. Thanks so much for joining me, for joining today. Thanks for having me. So I first learned about you from a mutual friend, Heidi, if you're listening, props to you. And I just, as soon as I learned about your site, I thought, how fascinating, mom entrepreneurs. So tell me the story of how you decided to start The Founding Moms. Sure. Uh, I can start by telling you I never decided to start it. I, uh, (laughs) I was running two completely unrelated businesses at the same time, and I was pregnant with, uh, my second kiddo and was just basically freaking out. How was I going to start or, or run two businesses with two kids in one tiny home office? And when I tell this story, I used to tell people that, you know, oh, I was just a little concerned or confused. But I now am comfortable saying <laughs> flat out freaked out. And, uh, and so I went to meetup.com completely on a whim. And I started a meetup. And I said, anybody who has a business and a baby, please come tell me how you're doing it because I really need help. What am I going to do with my kids? How can I get better at marketing my business, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, one meetup led to another meetup led to a monthly situation in my hometown of Oak Park, Illinois. And, uh, and about six months in, we had over 200 members online, which was really weird considering how small the town I live in is. Uh, and a woman came up to me and she said, I hate driving all the way to Oak Park from downtown Chicago. Can you open one up there? And my joke is that we're about four miles out of Chicago. (laughs) So this was a very, very lazy woman. Uh, But I was thrilled to help her. So in opening up a chapter for her in Chicago, I sort of had my light bulb moment and went, wait, I could do this anywhere. Yeah. So uh, here we are. Just for clarification purposes, how old are your kids today? They're not babies anymore. They are. And it's so sad, although they're always my babies. They're now five and seven. I have two girls. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm a few years ahead of you. I've got a 10 and a 12, but Ah, I still, I think, can relate to some of the challenges that that you're facing. Yes. You're right ahead. Talk a little bit about just what challenges you were facing and what sorts of things you talked about at those first meetups and that people still talk about today at these meetups. A great question. I uh, I did at the beginning show up in sweats with spit up on them and the baby <laughs> attached to my hip after she of showed up. Of course um, And so at the beginning it was, you know, hey guys, you literally can see I have a baby. Uh, so how, how and when do you get work done? I know I, I'm not a new mom. I already have one kiddo, but you know, now that's, that's a toddler running around and I have a screaming baby. How can we do this? And then uh, the other part of me thought, you know what? I've been working in a home office for so long. It's amazing to get out of my home office, go see other people's faces, have a grown-up chat. I mean, she was an infant, so she was sleeping on me. And then I could literally say, what are some tips you have? How can I do better at marketing or branding or legal stuff or accounting? 
Um, and so we covered, we pretty much covered everything in those first few meetups because we were so excited to find each other. I'm sure. Yeah. So my people, my people. Yes. Yes. Well, I would imagine though that there's a dynamic with these meetups that you have kind of the newbies, like you were a newbie when you started this. And right. so, but then I would imagine you're not still talking about how to get work done with an infant spitting up over you. So how, how do you juggle that in the, in right. these meetups? You would be very surprised. So now we have, I mean, uh, I didn't say before, but we, we're now in about 40 cities around the world. We're in nine countries. We have 8,000 members. We're growing That's relatively amazing. quickly. Um, you know, we're, I guess we're now five years in, I'm so used to saying four, but, uh, but we, so, so in saying that we have a huge wide range of ages of our members. Uh, some of them have babies. Some of them have kids going off to college. Some of them are grandmas for a while. We have a huge range of service-based businesses, less product-based businesses, but so we just run the gamut of, of stuff you need to know. And so and what happens so, when you show up at one of these meetups? When you show up, we, we uh, for the most part, and I, of course, only run two of these exchanges, we have many hosts around the world who host their own, so we do it all, all a bit differently. But when you show up to mine, for example, there's always a speaker. So we'll have a speaker come and they're an expert on sales or they're an expert on branding and they will talk to the group for about an hour on just tips and tricks for practical, actionable stuff where we can all leave the meeting and go apply it. I knew there was a reason I liked you. It's that practical, actionable piece. Because we it. can't stand the it. other crap. I hate it. <laughs> I used to show up to networking events again without the baby because the baby wasn't allowed. And everybody was in a suit and they're all talking about the theory behind networking or the theory behind what name it. And I, I cringed and thought, well, this is ridiculous, which is sort of also how we came to be. So, okay. How many people typically like at your groups are showing up? How many moms are there? Great question. Chicago and Oak Park combined, we have over 600 members. Wow. And at every meeting each month, we literally never have more than 20 people. Oh, that's interesting. And okay, I so it's like it. a, that's awesome. That's a great size because then the you small can size, it's intimate, right? And I think it's how I run it because for example, uh, my counterpart in Cuz you have exactly 20 chairs and <laughs> so maybe and I I you know, beat the Just other kidding. ones out of there. No. Uh, but in San Francisco, our hosts there or our hosts there love to have bigger events. They love to do it on a bigger scale. And that's, you know, a lot of it is due to how they run it. So it depends on the host in each city. But so for the you, most part, we're smaller. So you have a speaker. And yep. then is there time for that idea exchange that you were talking about initially when you, people are like, how do you do X, Y, Z or, or what have you? Or does that more happen online? Uh, that really the folks know who the speaker is ahead of time. They know the topic. So it will usually attract folks who are familiar with the topic or desperately need to know about it. So the questions that they bring usually happen during the the speaker's talk or right afterwards. And there's a lot of Q and a that goes on and everybody's questions get answered. That's fantastic. And then is there, so is this like a formal membership organization that you join or is it, and if so, what's the criteria for joining? Uh, It is free to join in your city. And right now the way we're set up and things are about to change. But right now, if you want to join us in any city that we're in, uh, you go to the meetup page and you join and it's free to join. It's 10 to 15 bucks per month uh, per event. But soon enough, we'll be launching an online platform, which will will also be a monthly membership. Oh, that's interesting. And do you anticipate that 
taking the place of the in-person stuff or do you think it's going to be a supplement too? Gosh, I hope not. I mean, there are always going to be people who prefer never to leave their their chair or get dressed in the morning. Uh, And so they're going to stay online and there are going to be people who hate the online stuff. Um, I used to be one of those people and just want to see and touch other human beings in a room. Um, But my hope and our hope collectively really is that once you attend this meetup, wherever your city is, you then go home and, oh, wait, I have more questions now. I can answer them in a forum online. I can watch a video course on the same topic, et cetera, et cetera. So, okay, let's talk a little bit about the online thing. And just to clarify, this is not quite launched yet and it's all of its it glory. It is not. But it, it will not. be. If you're listening soon. right now, it will hopefully be launched in the next month or two. And I'm just adding or two. Because just, you're smart. Just in case. <laughs> well, And so will that be a, a paid membership community then? Like a it will. Monthly it something? will. You'll okay. pay one either monthly or annually. And you'll get in there and we're going to have a, a very, hopefully very active forum. Uh, we're going to have a directory where say you want to promote your business or you want to find and hire another mom entrepreneur. Um, we're going to have a nice deep directory, kind of like Angie's list for mom entrepreneurs. And then, uh, and then video courses, uh, complete with workbooks and templates and all kinds of good learning stuff going on. Well, and you already have some of that on your site. So talk a little bit about the founding kit and why, what is it? Why did you put it together? Uh, the, why I put it together is because I work in a co-working space uh, in Chicago called 1871. And it's a fantastic space where you meet magical people. And I happened to literally run into a woman coming out of the bathroom and our chat led to, hey, I have this idea. Do you want to do it with me? So from that, <laughs> and I said, you know, a lot of our members, they're all, you know, they run their own businesses. So they have a lot to do and they can't do it all by themselves, even though most women entrepreneurs think we can, uh, we can't. So if you hate doing graphic design or you hate doing accounting or you desperately need a virtual assistant, where do you turn is always the question first. And then even though you have turned, who do I hire? So we decided, why don't we bundle together service providers that we've used and absolutely love, ask them to come way down in price and let other entrepreneurs or small business owners buy buy these kits. So if you go to foundingkit.com, we have three right now. Uh, Two of them are are sort of complete packages. One of them is custom, so you can just pick the stuff you need. And then eventually we're going to get a nonprofit version up there for nonprofits. Oh, that's a good idea. So is the founding kit, and I'm I'm thinking maybe I misunderstood it slightly, because I was thinking the founding kit would be like, if I have no clue what I want to do and I want to start a business, that would be a place to start? Or do you feel like it would be funny that you say that because that's literally (laughs) my co-founder's name is Tamara Nolte and Tamara and I would sit down and say if we met a woman and of course this from the business perspective if we met a woman with a lot of money and great ideas and no interest in actually doing anything we could do it for her with our complete founding kit so if you're sitting there and you have four kids running around and you kind of love your idea but you don't really want to do it we thought this is perfect it turns out that most of our inquiries and clients, if not, I can say all, all of our inquiries and clients are from people who are already in business and recognize the value of it. And Got just it. Okay. So it's for people who have already started down the road or are pretty far down that business plan path and just need the resources that go 
everything yes. that goes along. And with in fact, it is for both. It is for both markets. It's for all of the above. It just so happens, I believe now that if you have a great idea and no interest in doing it, you're probably not going to realize the value of the founding kit. Absolutely. Well, I, I saw it right away. I was like, holy cow, right, you get a lot because here. Because you're already in business. So that's not <laughs> something we anticipated, but live and learn as a business owner, right? Yeah, no, that's fascinating. Well, for, okay. So I do have a small bone to pick with you. I could not yes. believe there was no founding mom community in Portland, Oregon. That blew me away. <laughs> I thought, oh, I'll just see what this is. You Nothing. Know, I... Seattle, no Portland. Are you kidding? Uh, well, so you got to come out here, Jill. Launched, I would go out and I would say, hey, New York, hey, LA, can you launch this puppy? Yeah. I'd say, sure. I don't go out and seek anymore. So if there is a mom oh. entrepreneur in Portland who wants to promote her business, get exposure and join us. Uh, she can go to foundingmoms.com forward slash start one because I want her to start one, <laughs> but I don't reach out anymore just because I, you know, there are a lot yeah. of cities I'm working with now and I, I only You're take inquiries busy. if you're really into it. That's funny. Okay. Well, good to know. So if anybody That's listening, I know there are Portland listeners. Portland. No, yeah. blame, blame Portland. Okay. I will blame Portlandia. So all okay. of you listening in Portland, I know there are a bunch of you. This is, this is where you need to go. Um, so I, I want to talk to you a little bit about, this is something I see all the time in my own social circle, online. So I'm clearly a working mother. I work outside the home. And well, I actually don't physically work outside the home. I work inside the home. But I know lots of people who have kids and work for somebody else as an employee. And they just struggle with their existence because you're working for somebody else. You are working on somebody else's schedule and trying to juggle your own family. Like that seems like the worst case scenario right. for a mother because it's just too hard to be on somebody else's priority list. Right. Um, so what do you say to a woman who's like, oh, I've always wanted to start a hmm, 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 but I, I don't know. I could never leave my job. Like what do you say to those women? I say get out fast. Is the first thing I say. <laughs> and then I, I mean, this is going to sound, and maybe it is, I don't mean it this way, like a pitch for my own company. But um, I have found that no matter how much Lord Google leads people to different websites that encourage, you know, go off and start your business or go here and learn more about how to leave your company, nothing will get you out of there faster than sitting around a room with a couple of entrepreneurs. So if you go to a meetup, it doesn't have to be a founding mom's exchange, but it could be any meetup, any room where there are other small business owners, go find a local co-working space and talk to people and just find out, you know, how are you surviving being on your own or do you like it? Or Literally one conversation could just charge her right out of corporate life. That's a great idea. Do you have any stories you can think of, of mom entrepreneurs that have really inspired you that you might be able to share with us? There are so many. I'm going to think of the ones that have made the loudest impact. I mean, I, you know what? There's even a small story like a woman who showed up to our exchange uh, two years ago, and she kept coming every month and saying, you know, guys, I'm so sorry. I know I want to start something, but I, I don't know what it is yet. Yeah. And she felt very embarrassed because I think everybody who, who sees the founding moms or who sees our exchanges thinks everyone who shows up to our meetups has everything under control, knows exactly what she's doing. So of course she shouldn't come. Or if she came, she should be completely silent. And to those, I say, none of us have any idea what we're doing ever. <laughs> uh, and on top of that, after seven months 
of coming without any idea, she now runs a wildly successful branding firm because she figured out that everybody else at the table didn't know anything about branding. And to her, it came so naturally, she didn't think to put it in a business form. So that was a nice small oh, that's success fascinating story. fascinating because she figured it out by being in a community and figuring out what that community needed. Totally, totally. And we have actually I a lot that. of those, including our hosts, will sort of pivot their businesses to, wait a second, the mom market is, is pretty great. Um, my other, I have two other favorite stories. I don't know if we have time. Absolutely. Um, but one of them is a woman who showed up at one of our exchanges and said, you know, I'm thinking of launching this, this travel website with my husband. Uh, he and I are both options traders on the equivalent of wall street here in Chicago. And, you know, we, we're both going to leave our jobs and we have two children in elementary school and we're going to go start this thing. And we all kind of went like, okay, yeah. crazy pants. Yeah. Uh, lo and behold, I wished I could even remember the entire story, but this was about three years ago. Fast forward to now, their website is called optionsaway.com. And what the Ugh. two of them have is some bizarrely secretive algorithm <laughs> that lets you go onto their website. And if you want to fly from New York to L.A., and you're just not so sure, or you're planning it with some girlfriends, and you don't want to buy the ticket right then and there, you can hold the price of that ticket for a couple days through their website without worrying about it going up and then going and figuring out your plans. Okay, you are kidding me because I swear to you, my my girlfriend and I went away a couple weekends ago and she goes, and she was watching me book a flight with trying to book a flight with my brother. And she was like, you know what somebody needs to create? Exactly what you just said. I'm not even kidding. She's going to die when she hears the story. Literally the only people oh, crazy. Crazy. yet, they now partner with Expedia. They just got $3.5 million in Series A funding. <gasps> she went from wow. this mom at a table with other moms going, I think we're going to do this, to, not in that voice, to, uh, <laughs> to this wildly successful company. And at the same time, we had another member who showed up in a different founding moms exchange in a different part of the city, um, or rather suburb. And she said, you know, I, I have a, a, at the time a baby and I've been sitting in my kitchen playing with a lot of chemicals, burning myself from time to time. And she invented a rubber nail product that you paint onto your cuticle. You let it dry. You paint your nail with nail polish. You let that dry. And then you peel off the rubber like painter's tape and you have a perfect manicure. And she literally just did this because the baby was sleeping a lot. She, she, you know, was very interested in science. She read up a ton. She then showed up to our exchanges with her product in hand. And every single time she took it out, people's mouths would drop. Um, and she has taken years of research and promotion and figuring out what web developer to hire and how to market it and is now being courted by oh major, gosh. major beauty brands. What's the name of that company? Uh, it's liquid Palisade. That's Great. the name of the product. The brand is called Kiesk. But wow. if you go to liquidpalisade.com, you can get yourself a bottle. Wow. That is fantastic. And I just, everything you're saying just reinforces the value of being in a community like that because having, like, yeah, yeah having the inspiration and watching other people be courageous, I think part of that is, is a little bit contagious. And so, you know, you you have your own fears, but showing up and seeing that other people have their own fears and doing it anyway, I think is really powerful. Totally. It's it's the most powerful. I mean, they say that 90% of interaction is nonverbal. So getting all of this encouragement and inspiration and just, hey, I need to move it forward, it really can't be done online or by phone the way that it can in, in person. 
So I'm a big fan now. Well, I love it. And I love that you, st- you started this community. And I really appreciate you sharing the story with us I today. Pleasure. Can I you pleasure. tell people fa- how they might find out more about you or the Founding Moms? Yes. If you go to foundingmoms.com, that's plural, foundingmoms.com, um, or literally, I'm all over the internet. If you find me on Twitter, at Founding Mom, or the same on Instagram, um, reach out. I love talking to people, clearly. <laughs> and come meet up with us because we want to see you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jill. And of course, you can thank find you. Life Hacks for Working Moms at the website, lh4wm.com. I'm at Megan Strand on Twitter. And on behalf of Jill and myself, we'd like to thank you for joining us today for this episode of Life Hacks for Working Moms. Talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.